You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right, now. Hey, everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man. And if you want to get your money's worth, stay right here because you're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. And remember, everybody's got a price. This is Don West here, and I'm telling you, knockouts and three counts is the podcast, baby. Make sure that's the one you check out, because buddy, like me, they're the real deal, baby. This is Jake the Snake Roberts. Just let me know. You need to listen to knockouts and three counts, or you'll see that damn snake again. This is the Ring of Honor World Television Champion, a.k.a. Shane T, boy. The baddest champion you've ever seen, boy. And you're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. What up, everybody? This is Kyle, and you are back watching Knockouts and Three Counts and maybe somebody's fucking eyeball. But yeah. hey, we're back with another episode of Podcast Gold. Corey is back with me, and we've got the return of the what week I strong. think is... I mean, I think no. we got the return of what I thought was Chase Burnett, but I don't know what the fuck is I it? got. Maybe his eyeball, but we've is got it? everybody's it, am I on? Chase Burnett. Am I on this? Okay. Can you hello? Can you see me? Yes, sir. I, I we think can we see can it. hear you. Can you hear okay. us? Yeah, yeah, kinda. Well, throw out your social media, Unc, so they can figure out where to find you. Okay, follow me. I'm gonna go this way. Follow me. All right, Twitter, that works too. On Twitter, bald and bougie two four eight. You already know the deal. I do my best work on Facebook because I am old. All right, so clearly it's been a while since we've had you on the show. Oh yeah. Um, what in the fuck happened? So take us through what was this quarantine that did this, or is it a midlife crisis, well, or? What are you saying? First of all, this is a far cry from what I'm, what I remember, and what the fans remember of Mr. Chase Burnett. Well, if you remember correctly, I had knee surgery. I remember that. Well, yeah, that's a, that takes a toll on a so man. So the knee surgery is what did it. <laughs> yes. Yep. All right. So tell me about it, man. Like, what what changed from what we see now from Uncle Chase during the knee recovery? And what we saw when we first met you, because what I remember and what a lot of our fans remember is the high strung, ready to go, high flying Chase Burnett. And what we see here and what we've seen in places like GCW and Mr. Chainsaw Pro Wrestling is a little different. So take me into that. Tell us what the fuck's going on, man. Well, I I had a lot of time to think and I decided to bring back true 2000s indie wrestling I'm talking pleather, everything. I'm talking real punches. I'm talking, okay, I, I kind of got fat and I can't flip anymore. <laughs> you can't flip anymore? What the fuck? Oh, my knee, my knee. I, I gained weight, you know, the, the COVID 40 pounds, they say. The COVID you know, you 40 don't, pounds. You don't wanna... well, I'm glad that I have Crohn's disease, I guess, because I didn't gain the 40 pounds. <laughs> 
I only went All up right. about 30. It ain't that big of a deal. <laughs> okay. Well, you look tall. He little is a bit, big, man. tall, like That's why I was going to say, that. even if you did put it on, you wouldn't see it anyways. I'm very short. If I eat a hamburger, you can see it go down and add a roll to my stomach. You can see it. Comes in instant. Yes. So you mentioned something that's, you know, very poignant. All right. So, you know, you mentioned that you you can't do the flips like you were like you used to do. Corey, if you go back and watch any of his stuff, even watch some of the clips from some of the vlogs, which you can find at the link in the bio on YouTube uh, from our friends over at BCWA, uh, Chase had a knack of flying off his shit, and it didn't always end very well. Clearly, he busted up his knee. So, uh, yeah, what you're seeing now is a far cry different. So, uh, aside from the fact that you said you can't flip, you know, do are we going to see more of a cerebral side of Uncle Chase? Are we going to what 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 are the biggest differences that we're going to see here? As we know, you're going to be going to war this weekend at Metro Pro Wrestling for the benefit show for our buddy Wyatt. Yes. So let us know a little bit of the differences here. See, back in my day, we all knew how to chain wrestle. You know, I'm bringing this back. I'm bringing back more chain wrestling. I'm bringing back um, specific limb work. I'm going to break your arm. If you are fine with that, I'll break your leg. Same match. Doesn't matter. Nowadays, these guys, they just want to kick each other. You're not going to break a limb kicking a guy. I mean, I beg to differ. I mean, uh, Anderson Silva did hey, that. I beg to differ. I watched it and I about threw up. Yes, I'll never forget that day. <laughs> and what was Uncle Chase's thoughts on Anderson Silva wrapping his leg around Chris Weidman's leg? I literally cried in the middle of a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> And I'm not not joking. I I love Anderson Silva so much. I was definitely watching this weekend. Uh, I I for real cried next to my girlfriend. Okay, so tell me about that. We're gonna segue a little bit. Obviously, uh, for those of you who have been following us, we just did our UFC Vegas 12 recap. Which, if you're watching this on YouTube, check the fucking link out. Anyways, uh, yeah. We did our recap on that. Obviously, things didn't go the way that maybe Anderson's Spider Silva would have liked for them to go. Uh, but, I mean, how can anybody have anything negative to say about that guy's run in the UFC? I mean, without Anderson Silva, I would say you go as far to see that you – far as to go as far to say, easy for me to say, um, I don't think you see guys like John Jones straight up. I don't. Because even though he has the wrestling background, the dynamicness of his striking does not happen without a guy like Anderson Silva. Corey, I know you're on more of the MMA tip. Please feel free to weigh in. Well, I would love to get your opinion since uh, you seem to be not too far away from the ranks of retirement yourself. How, how do you view the, uh, the retirement of the spider himself? Okay, listen, I've I've analyzed his interviews. Listen, he's not done, okay? Uh yep. we will go to Bellator. Hey, if he goes to Bellator, I'll be happy selfishly, because I never got to see him live. So Bellator seats very cheap. I will go see Anderson Silva one hundred percent. But honestly, when you're our age, 
uh, you're happy with just hitting one great kick a match. You're really pumped. Uh, and I think he was happy having a good two rounds. I think he's proud of that. I did a backflip in my last match, and I am very proud even though I lost. Your hips held up, huh? I know you got the one knee, but did the hips hold up? That's the important thing. They're starting to go. I, I try not to talk about that. <laughs> All right. Don't, so don't want to bring the up the other is, weak points. Enlist the question is, did you enlist the services of Kevin Nash? I mean, he was telling me all about his steel knee and all that shit when we saw him <laughs> at, uh, at Astronomicon. I mean, hey, I'm just saying, he might be a good guy to ask. Um, all right. As we talked about, like I said, I mean, this is a far cry from what we, you know, what we're used to seeing from you, but you've been awful busy. I mean, for a guy who, you know, is coming back from a bum knee and all that shit, you know, you made quite the splash right at the beginning of COVID when you went and uh, mixed it up with the homies over at uh, Game Changer Wrestling at Backyard Wrestling too. Which, hey, segue. Make sure you check out that vlog from uh, GCW Last yes. Resort. I digress. My boy in Cali out here big time in us. Hey, hey, fam, I'm just trying to move. <laughs> All right, shit. We working out here, baby. But tell tell me about that. How did uh how'd that come to be? Uh obviously they were throwing the ode back with the combat kid thing and uh all that stuff as well. So tell me a little bit about your run in with Game Changer Wrestling. What was the experience like? Tell us a little bit about the match. Uh well, honestly, it was crazy, you know, because I'm I had knee surgery and then two days later they did their first backyard wrestling event. And I'm laying on the bed, can't move, watching these people. And I want to be there so bad, you know. And uh, a year later, I'm laying in my bed. And a clip of mine starts going viral on Twitter. And people just keep saying, hey, book, book Chase Burnett. People, I, people didn't know I still wrestled. So when they found out, they were very excited. But what a lot of people didn't know is I wasn't wrestling because I was recovering from my knee surgery. But uh, I made the I made the choice once I got the call because I blew up on Twitter out of nowhere. Uh, and GCW is so cool. They listened to their fans and they said, OK, we'll book this guy. Brett Lauderdale, the owner, never heard of me, had no idea who I was. Even when I landed, he had no idea who it was. He just trusted the fans. It's really amazing. But, uh, you know, when I get the call, you know, I cried a little bit. I'm, I'm very happy. This is literally, it, it's, it was amazing. For my first match to be back at in the biggest indie promotion, that's a crazy story. Uh, a whole year off. And I wasn't 100% at the time, but I, that's something I can't turn down. So, uh I did my best and I had the best time. GCW guys took care of me, picked me up from the airport, you know, uh, paid me and I didn't even ask them to. Uh, that's some real shit. Uh, those guys are really good guys and they really accommodating to me and even without knowing me. It was, it was amazing. I mean, I have to give shout outs where it's due. I mean, like I said, we were just there for GCW last resort. Uh, I mean, even with everything that's going on right now with COVID and all that stuff, man, I really got to give credit where it's due. Um, they did, they put on a good show. Yes. Um, obviously there was a lot of backlash with all the COVID stuff from the collective and all that no. kind of stuff as well. 
But I mean, you know, props to them, just like whether people want to admit it or not, you know, you got to give props to WWE, AEW, anybody that's ran through this pandemic, because they're all figuring it out as they're going. And you can see that with GCW, and I got nothing but uh, respect for what we saw out there. Now, GCW, so my question is, go ahead. The first people to do a show. This this was the first show uh, since the pandemic hit, and mask on all times. Random. Someone was going around every half hour just spraying people's hands. Like this was no <laughs> joke. We we needed to do this safely, and no cases came out of this show period it was done very safely and uh i i'm really cautious and they made me feel safe and that and that's the truth well talk a little bit about that i mean obviously you know you got to work with gcw being one of the bigger indies right now for sure i mean with where we're at with covid and all that kind of stuff i mean what was the experience like as far as with the crowd and like what do you think we can expect as we move on into 2021 what do you think the state of the indies is going to look like in 2021 let's let's just be honest here indie wrestling only went away for what six weeks uh maybe right. two months all the shows got canceled but the, you can't a wrestler can't sit at home they're they're you know they're <laughs> a, a wrestler can't sit at home they have to act do dumb things uh, or bad <laughs> things happen you know it's the truth we have this adrenaline in us and we got to get it out so uh the fact is even with the cases where they are today we're still running shows you know and and that's because you can't keep the spirit of independent wrestling down. And that's the truth. I mean, we, but, but what we got to do is just make sure we don't get sloppy. GCW mask on at all times, not just when you walk in at all times. And this is even outdoor shows. Is that, and what, that was what they had in Cali? Right. Is that how it was there? Yeah. Like, so they what like, they were they were constantly on the mics about the mass. It wasn't like super super tight, but they did have it where like they did have it where like they had everybody spaced out. And if like too many people were like in a like in a thing, they like would come around and be like, "Hey, can you move over here or move over there or whatever?" So they were very very conscious of that, which is why I felt bad for AJ Gray when he caught so much hell when it came out. Because I was at that show, and then that was the show where it basically came out that he caught COVID. Right. And so I, I was out there with Mega Ran and um, Derek Montia of the Steel Cage podcast. Um, I mean, dude, all of us were like, well, fuck, now I got to get tested for COVID right, because, right. well, he wrestled on this show, and this motherfucker's got COVID. So who knows? But, I mean, it, I felt bad for him that he was catching all that flack because it wasn't even like that. You know what I mean? Like, right. don't get me wrong. It was a lot of people around. But, I mean, for what it was, for what it was, you can't really complain too much. Except, I mean, I have to say, it was pretty funny watching Alley Cat dump the beer down while dudes were doing, like, the captain deal. And she's just, like, dumping it down their gullet. I was like, well, I don't know if that's very COVID-friendly. But you know what? Fuck it, YOLO. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, they're being safe. That's if you can do those standards, and that's even outdoors. You know, we're not even talking indoors. Uh, if you, we can't get sloppy. That's the thing. I'm on a show coming up. The one I'm here plugging for Wyatt. It's for a great cause. Uh, but you know, 
we be we have to be careful. We we can't be sloppy. I'm high risk, you know, and I'm still gonna be there, mask on all times. And if you're not, you're not professional in my opinion. And I'm you're not gonna see me out here every weekend because that's not safe. You you have to only do two shows probably a month if you're a wrestler in my opinion. I mean, and so here's the thing. Like you mentioned that uh that's I mean it's as good a time as any to talk about it. You talked about it uh this weekend it's going down Metro Pro Wrestling. Um you know, they're doing their benefit show for our buddy Wyatt who is the son of Aaron O'Ryan past guest of the show which you can check out his interviews at that link in the bio as well. Um like I said, we, I I talked to Corey like like we've mentioned, Corey's not the biggest wrestling guy, but I I hit Corey up and I was like, "Look man, you know, I kind of want to do this interview. This one's got a little more to do than with than just wrestling." So, um before we get into talking about the Wyatt uh, you know, the Wyatt show, can you talk a little bit about um it's been cool to see the way the Michigan indie scene has really rallied around Aaron O'Ryan and that whole situation. And can you talk about, you know, the one thing that I've seen come out a lot, and I don't know if you would agree or not agree, but one thing that I keep hearing from a lot of the guys that we're bringing on the shows is just the impact that Aaron O'Ryan has had on helping a lot of the guys in the Michigan scene. So what are your thoughts on the way the community is kind of wrapped around this? And what are your thoughts to what we keep hearing from these past guests about the impact that he's having in Detroit? Uh, well, it's very interesting you say that. Um, personally, uh, we don't really have much of a relationship, uh, me and Aaron. Um, you know, that that crew, that guy, side don't really – I'm not really close with that side. Those guys don't really fuck you. with me. But I like those guys a lot, obviously. I really do. And uh, we're, we're very cordial to each other at the shows and stuff like that. And uh, I, I, work, I work with – a few of his students, they'll come out to House of Truth when I'm training. And uh, so I know the impact of the scene because of that, because of Aaron, because of that, because uh, his his trainees are so damn good right out of training. Like, I love working with those guys, guys like uh, my boy Slim Jimmy of uh, Gray Wolves. That's a good dude. I like working with these guys. Uh, but personally... Hey, that might speak to it something because I'm not very close with them, but I really wanted to be on this show uh, to support them. And and uh, see, and that's exactly what I'm getting at because I mean I've I've been around I mean I've been around the Michigan indie scene since I was probably in high school, but I mean obviously whoa in a, you know but maybe maybe obviously in a more uh, what's the word obviously I'm closer to it now since we started doing the show. And I've never really seen something where, you know, you always kind of see like that little beef inside, like the promotions inside Michigan, you know? So like, you know, you kind of like see like the little infighting and shit, but this has been the one thing that I've seen, at least in the time that we've been doing the show where everybody kind of was like, yo, fuck all the bullshit. This need, we need to, you know, we need to help them out. So that's been pretty cool to see, especially in a time when you're dealing with COVID and pandemic and all this bullshit. Absolutely. The scene as a whole in this state has never been tighter than right now, period. And I think that even the 
few scragglers that uh, were from the old school mindset. That I think that they're even getting taken out now. It's 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 been really cool. You know, I don't work a ton of shows. I worked a show last weekend for TKW, and uh, you know, everyone's real cool. Uh, even though we don't all know each other, really, you know, it's it's really cool. It's really cool to see. Well, that's so, that's kind of going for. I was going to say that's kind of the nature of the business, especially with everything turning around after the pandemic. I mean, there's going to be a lot of new faces. I mean, that's just the the you know that's the state of the way the world is right now. For sure. There's. <laughs> so my question for you now is obviously, like we said, you know, we've heard. Uh, and shout out to Sean Woolley. Thank you for subscribing on YouTube, brother. We appreciate you. Anyways, um, you know, you got your crack with GCW. Um, have you had any more contact with him since that show? Do you think we'll be seeing Unk show up anymore at GCW? Or, oh, or like, what do you, what with that experience, what do you think? I, I do believe, yes, I will be back. Uh, the thing is, like I said, I took, I took the booking a little bit before I was 100%. Uh, so I don't want to do a disservice to myself and go out there. Go back till you're ready. Right. I, I have to be a hundred percent, which I pretty much am now. I went off the top rope a few times last weekend and, uh, I've been back in the gym for a couple of weeks. Everything's been feeling good, man. I, I'm about a hundred percent. It's got to drop some weight and then that's it. Well, I was going to ask you about that, you know, in the promo pictures that you sent me over, you know, with, you know, Uncle Chase, you know, um, my question is, was, was there a lot of thought put into like, you know, wanting to change your look, not just, uh, not just with um, the look itself, like the overall, you know, it's obviously a big difference from the original Chase Burnett. But I mean, was there any real thought put into, did you want to gain size? Was it you wanted your body to look different because it's a different character? I mean, tell me a little bit about that and what some of the things were that were going into that. Well, being a wrestler, I naturally have body dysmorphia. <laughs> so I, you know, I struggle with, uh, you know, maybe Uncle Chase shouldn't have a six pack, you know, even though uh, before... I would put a lot of weight on having abs and uh and that's how I would equate my me feeling good but uh the truth is maybe you know maybe this is better with my look now is to keep a little gut maybe uh work out hard in the gym but you know still eat pizza all the time. Well th- talk okay. to me about you we kind of Mike Blackwell the- is throwing shots in the comments, man. Mike Blackwell coming out with the fire talking about bald and geriatric. Oh shit. <laughs> I have no idea who Mike Blackwell is. Who is that? <laughs> I don't know. This guy that might have ran this BCWA thing, and Ken Cash says he's gonna see you Saturday, huh? Where the hell where are the people saying this? This is just me and you and Corey. Facebook, fool, look at the comment. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Yeah, Mike says, you old fuck, look at the Facebook comments. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, Mike Blackwell from Tri-City Trade Center. Yes. The old old fucking BCWA. Yeah, that used to be a good promotion back when that was a promotion. That was a really good place. 
Oh, shit. He said, huh. sorry, my name is Sky Burns. <laughs> well, tell old Mike Blackwell that Michigan just does death matches now, so he's out of business. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure he can. <laughs> Listening to, watching you guys go back forth in the comments is half-ass worth it. Um, talk to me a little bit about that. That's one thing that's really surprised me here in the Michigan scene during this whole pandemic thing. I feel like we've seen more deathmatch stuff now oh, yeah. than I've yeah. ever seen in the Michigan scene ever. Yeah. So what do you think has spurred that? And what are the unks thoughts on that? Well, really, this is just a trend throughout wrestling. This is, and then it's not just specifically for Michigan right now. All the biggest promotions are deathmatch promotions. Um, I think what happens is during quarantine, during the pandemic, uh, wrestlers got really restless and we had to get all of our stupidity out at one time. So we had to just start doing deathmatches. I tell you what, I got booked for a deathmatch since this started. I wrestled a guy named uh, Pussy Juice. and. He had me, <laughs> and uh, I had a barbed wire, and I, I had a barbed wire, and I put it on his head, and I was going to cut his head open, and then I heard, I stuck it in, and then I heard his skin rip, and then I was like, fuck this, I'm not, I'm not doing this, I'm not going to cut his head open, that's fucking insane, you guys are <laughs> ridiculous, you're crazy, these deathmatch guys, Jesus Christ, but shout out to Pussy Juice, man, he's a good guy. You almost well, made I can that see one trip, thing huh? that hasn't changed with the Uncle Chase thing is that you haven't lost that quick wittedness. That's oh, that's no, for no. sure. Oh no, baby, <laughs> I'm out here. Da, da, da. I'm out here. So, baby. all right, what does the Unc think about? Well, since we're talking about throwing jabs, there's going to oh. be some jabs thrown in January. Who does the Unc think is going to win with Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier? Oh my gosh! Oh well, the tr- well, okay. I don't have any reason to think that uh, Connor is going to lose. Um, I know that I know the first fight was so long ago, and Dustin is so much better, so much better. His boxing is amazing. I love watching him fight. But hey, Connor's way better too. Still, he just got better also. I have no reason to think Dustin's gonna win. I, it is what it is. Although, I mean, I mean, well, let's see, let's see. There's, there's, there's something to be said about in in cage fight time, and I think that's where Dustin's advantage is gonna lie, is because Connor hasn't been quite as active. I think yeah. that's gonna really shine in here, in, in the diamonds' favor. You know, yeah. here's something that I feel like nobody's talking about either. Okay. Don't get it twisted. Connor is a savage, and I'm not trying to say he's not by any means, but here's the thing. The way he beat Cowboy, he did it really quick. That was the first fight he'd had since he got his ass beat. We've still yet to see how Connor reacts to, you know, taking some of these shots since then. Not that I'm saying that he's not going to dish it out to Dustin, but we didn't really get to see how he takes getting hit after that yet. So what one oh, thing in hit one thing in his favor with that whenever you come off of that long of a break too though that's one thing that also recovers is that chin your your ability to take a shot so 
it, it plays in his favor a little bit in that regard too. It, it kind of, I just wonder really how, how much has Connor really been in the gym? How much has he been uh, up there in Ireland with everything going on with the lockdown and shit? I'm just curious. Right. Uh, and another thing, uh, uh, I feel like Poirier's chin is way better than it was when he fought at 45. They fought at mm-hmm. 45 last time, 145. Absolutely. So, so uh, I think Poirier, he's used to the hard hitters right now, and uh, it, it might it might play out a lot differently. He, so, took, a, he took some hard shots from minute, Hooker Corey. in that last fight. That's for sure. So, oh, yeah. Go, go on, Kyle. I have to address this because motherfuckers are going wild in the comments. Unc, you've got, um, I'm getting like a challenge out here. Mike Blackwell is coming at you in the comments, bro. I've got, is that a liver spot or cancer? I've got due to straight (laughs) smile. (laughs) Due to straight smile, his opinion don't matter. I don't know, man. It sounds like he's trying to get at you. I mean, I don't know, Unc. How are we feeling about this? I've seen Mike Blackwell wrestle, and uh, I'll say uh, he's a great father. <laughs> well, I mean, an unk would know. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, what the? I don't know, man. He, he's throwing he's throwing some jabs in here, bro. I mean, we better we need to be back in a hurry. What'd you say? Where do you see this at? In the Facebook comments, man, on the live video. Oh, my God. Hold on. If you get a little <laughs> bit closer. How do I get on Facebook? You got to get closer to the mic, bro. Get on Facebook. <laughs> you, oh, you, go, you go to www. Okay. Dot Facebook. Facebook. Okay. All one <laughs> word. Com. Mark all Zuckerberg word. might try to throw you out, but. I mean, Mike Blackwell is throwing it in the comments here, and Ken Cash is getting a little bit of entertainment out of this. Van and the rest of you guys are getting a kick out of this. Let us know in the fucking comments. Um, what the hell? Okay, I'm back. <laughs> it's like you put the slider in. What the hell? <laughs> All right, Chase. I mean, Blackwell's throwing a hell of a lot of shots in here. Should I let him in here so you can say your piece? Oh, no, no, no. You know what happens when Mike starts. He cannot stop. Hey, don't encourage this, Kyle. You're better than that. I'm just doing my job and acknowledging the comments and shit. Oh, my gosh. I'm just acknowledging comments, sir. I'm doing my job and my hostly duties, all right? When I find out how to get to the, what's it called? Facebook. The Facebook, the book face. I'm going to address this. Hey. Well, let's address something else. How the hell did Uncle Chase spend Halloween? Oh, I love Halloween. I was SpongeBob. (laughs) What the hell does Uncle Chase's SpongeBob look like? Holy shit. I don't know. Where's my goddamn costume? (laughs) Where's it at? I don't know, Unc. Did you hide it under Patrick's rock? Hey, Gary. God damn it. Gary's probably too stoned. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. So, like we said, you know, you mentioned that deathmatch wrestling has become like a big thing um, 
not just here in Michigan, but across the indie scene as a whole, like we've seen it pick back up. Um, do you think as we come out of pandemic, do you think that it's going to stay that trend or do you think there'll be more of the balance of, you know, the family friendly again versus that, or do you think things as a whole are just going to change over? Uh, no, um, I think we're going to see more of a balance. It's a really, listen, the death matches sell, the death matches sell it, DVDs still people, those kind of people still buy those whole promotions are doing deathmatch stuff right now for a reason. Um, also, because you can only have so many fans, you really have to get the most out of the wrestlers. And I think that's what's going on right now. Is, uh, hey, we're going to get the most out of you because deathmatch itself, I do eight deathmatches on a show, I'm guaranteed this much buys, and uh, you know I only have to pay you so much. I think that's what's happening. And guys want bookings. Guys want bookings because hey, it's a they didn't go, they didn't wrestle for months. They need the money. So I think there's a little bit of both. And wrestlers are fucking crazy. And we have adrenaline withdrawals. And we have to do something stupid. And I think that's what's happening right now. And also, if you've ever bled, it's a little fun. It's a little bit fun. Yeah, please elaborate. Please explain to me, because let me tell you, when I was bleeding in a fight, I mean, although, again, I guess I can, I guess I can agree that kind of just pissed me off and got me more hyper, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should see the other All right, guy. speak to me a little bit about that, though. And, Corey, this is something that I want you to listen to specifically. So, Corey used to watch back in the day. It's not like he's a complete novice to wrestling, but obviously he's more on the MMA tip. So. Can you explain a little bit for not just Corey, but maybe some of the fans that don't, you know, understand blood in a match means and what that means for Uncle Chase? Well, personally, it creeps me. It just creeps me out a little bit. Like I said, I was in a death match. You have to be a certain kind of weirdo to really like it. A, a, a super sicko. Like, I've been to therapy, so I don't need to do that. You know, but other people have to, and that's cool. If you need to break a light bulb and then stab a man with a light bulb, then, uh, you know, that's your prerogative. Personally, if I'm bleeding, it, it, it'll make me mad. You know, if it gets in your eyes, you're going to feel it for the rest of the match. It puts you, it actually gets you more in the zone because of that. You're like, why can't I see? Now I'm going to have to do the same to this bastard. And that's and that's that's the feeling throughout the entire match is like I have to pay him back the entire match. You know, I'll have matches where uh, me and the guy go back and forth and I show respect. But if I'm in a match and you stab me with barbed wire and then I, that's it, I'm going to have to kill you now. <laughs> I got it. I, I don't want to, but you got to die. Correct. You got to die, bro. The levels of respect are now uh, gone out the window at that point, huh? Hey, I named one of the titles of our videos. There's levels to this shit for a reason. <laughs> All right. Um, look, man, that's a per. Oh, shit, man. I mean, like I say, it's funny you say that because in fighting, it's so different, man. It's like in fighting, it's almost like that fight or flight shit. You know, like for me, you know, it, it, it it's... It was an adrenaline thing. And in wrestling, man, 
I just feel like blood. Do you feel like the amount of blood that we see, like right now, even with all the deathmatch stuff, like do you think like the use of blood has even gotten bastardized? Hmm. That's a good point. Uh, I would say not really without uh, pulling the curtain back too much. I would like to say uh, guys kind of just bleed if they're made to bleed now. And it used to be more, you you know, you go in and then maybe you know you're going to end up bleeding. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. I get you. I get you. I'm seeing more hard way stuff. Pretty much is what I'm saying. Did you see the thing that they just put out on the network about the WWE untold thing about Orton and Undertaker? No, I have to Dog. see that. Please watch it. And the reason oh. I bring that up I'm is go because Randy Orton, go they start the whole thing off. By Not yet. Hot Not damn yet. it, we ain't done yet, you old codger, some bitch. <laughs> done? Okay. I didn't hit end on the telephone call yet. Unk, you're supposed to wait till the line ends. Alrighty, my bad. I'm. It's new technology. I, I'm excited for this. Like I was saying, though, they, they started the whole thing by Randy Orton saying, well, I learned in this one what a receipt was. And I realized that a receipt doesn't always come right when you dish it out. Right. And the reason why was because in the build up to their match, he socked Undertaker with a chair and he goes, what you don't realize is that I missed by about that much. And it went down and it split his hole from here to here open, split him open. And he goes, man, I was shitting my pants because I was worried about what Undertaker was going to do when he came back there. And he goes, don't worry, your receipt's coming. And then when the <laughs> Hell in a Cell match came and Randy was already fucked up and he reared that some bitch back. Wow, that wasn't fucked up. It I was gotta watch up. that. I gotta go watch that. I'm well, just saying, I would highly recommend it. I don't know why we're putting over the WWE Network when WWE just pulled down one of my videos. But I wait, wait a minute. I, I didn't. Say I don't that. subscribe to the WWE Network. Uh, I'm a big independent wrestling fan, and uh, I'm subscribed to Independent Wrestling TV. What's wrong with you? Let's talk about that. Independent wrestling TV has been like the unsung hero for independent wrestling during the pandemic. It's giving a platform for all these shows to be able to get your shit out there and all that. So tell me a little bit about your thoughts on this independent wrestling TV as the last show that we saw you doing stuff with, which we talked about in the the bio here with Mr. Chainsaw Pro Wrestling. Um you know, you got to do your thing and you know, meet a little bit of an idol for you and Effie. So, uh, like I say, man, uh, tell me a little bit about independent wrestling TV. I love IWTV. We're talking $10 a month. We're talking, what, uh, like 40, 50 promotions going back to as far as the library goes. We got matches of mine from 2008 on there all the way up to 220. So, uh, you know, IWTV is amazing. And here's another thing. If you don't like one style of wrestling, you might like another. And it's on there. WWE is just WWE. It's the same shit. It's the same formula. And you could go, if you you don't like white people, there's just black people only shows. It's incredible. It's the best thing ever. If you only like gays, there's gay shows. It's incredible. 
Uh, if you only like hardcore, there's hardcore shows. If you only like softcore, there's softcore wrestling. I IWTV mean, like is the I said, best. I think they've been an unsung hero. Uh, all right. Um, I tried to keep this son of a bitch out, but it looks like we might be joined by here somebody oh, here. Oh, God, second. I'll never get the plug out now because, you know, Mike never shuts the hell up. Well, he's trying to make his way in here, so I'm going to give you the floor. Tell us about Pro Re- uh, Metro Pro. I almost said Pro Wrestling All Stars. Hot damn, I got my shit mixed up. Metro Pro Wrestling. Tell us this weekend about your match. Obviously, we know you're doing your thing with our homie Ken Cash as well. Yes. Please tell us a little bit about the match. Uh, I'm I'm very proud to be a part of this uh, Metro Pro Wrestling. All of the money goes to Wyatt Wrestling with Wyatt. He's a brave young man, Aaron O'Ryan's son, who uh, has a brain tumor. And he has a lot of recovery going around. And here's the thing. He's a tough kid. If if that was me, I'm I'm a pussy. I, I could never do that. That kid is extremely tough. I can't wait to go out there and rep for him and make some money for that family. Because uh, like, they're all great people. And it's the truth. Uh, I think we're going to get a good turnout. And everyone's going to wear their mask. And they're going to be very nice. Uh, luckily, I'm teaming up with my homie Ken Cash, one of my favorite. to the show, Ken Cash. One of my favorite people. I got to hang out with them last weekend, and it was the highlight of my damn weekend. It was incredible. Um, well, what the fuck, Ken Cash? How come we ain't never hung out since we brought you on the show, motherfucker? Hey, we were on TKW. Where were you? I hit you up. Look oh, in your inbox, God. you old bastard. Oh, okay. Hey, show me how to use my inbox when I'm done. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna we're gonna be teaming up with Willie Watts, who's a great guy, a fellow queer man, and he's very cool. And we're gonna be wrestling uh, Sean Lawhorn and uh, oh man, TJ LJ Lawrence. He's a, he's a karate boy. He's scary. I wrestled him at the last show. And also Royce Carney. He's a new kid. He's a fresh trainee. He's maybe like a year into the business, but he's really athletic, really good dude, and I'm going to beat him. Yeah, so you've got a lot of upcoming talent in this, man. Like, I don't know. I feel like this could get pretty wild. And then don't they have – isn't the main event of that show, isn't it, Team O'Reilly versus Team Page? Oh, my gosh. That is going to be the best. You never get – all of the DTA guys in one match. And you're going to be able to get this uh, this coming Saturday, which I feel like all the fans want. They want to see all the DTA guys. I think all the promoters want that too, so they don't have to book three separate DTA matches. I could see that. I mean, they're uh, for being a group. Now, Corey, these guys, you as you know, are known as the Death Threat Army. That's who we're speaking of, DTA, the Death Threat Army. Corey you know, looks like guys, a damn he's going to join them. I mean, look here, Corey. If you're joining the Death Threat Army and didn't tell me, I guess we got things to talk about when we get up. I'm going to look out. I'm uh, going to look out for you. You better I'm be on the watch out. I'm watching. What the fuck? What the fuck? Who let this son of a bitch in here? Oh my god! Who is? You better be on the watch out. Is that a marshmallow oh. with glasses? Fuck! Who let this son of a bitch in here? 
There's a delay or an echo or some shit on somebody's something, but we've got Mike Blackwell, Corey. Corey is new to the show, Mike. Obviously, Corey wasn't with us at the BCWA shows, but you'll be seeing quite a lot of Corey once we get around, once we get out this pandemic. But uh, no. Punk, I'm going to give you your chance here. Mike Blackwell's been running his fucking mouth in the comments for a minute, so I thought I'd let him in. But you'll be seeing quite a lot of Corey once we get around, once we get out this pandemic. But uh, no. Punk, I'm going to give We got an echo. Somebody's got their volume up. Mike, turn your volume down. It's Michael Blackwell, <laughs> who's never used a computer. <laughs> you don't know how to use your inbox. He doesn't know how to use the computer. It all works. Mike Blackwell, how the fuck are you? I'm good. I'm just I'm just waiting. I want to let, let Liver Spot finish what he's going to say. Oh, my God, Ooh. Mike. Ooh, watch yourself. Hey, at least I have a liver left. Yeah, well, I don't. I, I mean, drank with you before. I know you have, and I'm just telling so you. <laughs> I'm watching the presidential election right now. I've been on that all damn day, and I don't have much of a liver left. But I'm just telling you, I've been watching what you had to say, Chase, because I've known you. I've known you from Kamikaze Combat Kid to Sky Binds to Chase Burnett to Bald and Bougie to whatever the fuck you are right now. I love you, kid. I'm watching you, but you got old. Oh. Crazy how a pandemic can really age you, ain't it? It catches up to all of us, man. Telling me I gained 100 pounds. <laughs> and you better not say that too loud before Tresnick's fucking with you at the next BCWA show. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's whether I book him we or know not. You in yes, that's boy. Right. I don't even think that guy exists anymore. He does. He's waiting for our next show. Oh. All right. So, <clears throat> first of all, Mike, I'll give you a chance here. Tell me your thoughts on uh, Uncle Chase here. Obviously, it's a little different than the last thing we saw at BCWA. I love the kid. I always have. Always will. He's, he's, I can't call him a kid anymore because fuck, I look better than he does. Yeah, well, look at him. <laughs> the shit on his forehead. I mean, the, the gray, the, I mean, he was bald and bougie. He was, he was sexy. I don't know what the hell happened to him, but I've always liked the kid. Mike, I want well, you to drop your skincare routine. You, uh, you look great, buddy. Well, you haven't seen me naked, Chase. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen me naked recently, Chase. Okay, okay, true. Oh, all right, then. I mean, I don't know. I, I would say it's probably a good thing that you haven't. But uh, Mike, part of the reason I brought you in is one of the things that got brought up in our conversation was BCWA. Uh, what the fuck is going on with BCWA hey, briefly, listen, you know, you know since you were talking about it in the comments? We had an amazing show in February, um, you know, standing room right. only. Great show. The pandemic crept up on us. The NBA is talking about closing out an entire season. You know, smart people got to say, all right, well, you know, shit's happening. Let's just be smart. And we pulled the plug. We called it quits until we can go back to operation as normal. Here's the thing, man. And it's something you guys have been talking about. You're talking about deathmatch wrestling and blood and guts and this and that and the other. Yeah, you've got a niche market of like 20% of your, your, your primary demographic. They love the deathmatch. They love those. Those people are going to these shows. What you're not talking about is what the draw is at these shows, right? That's the important thing. There's a lot of people whose kids still can't go to school full time. They get out of school with masks. They get out of school half time. They got to do online education. Our primary demographic, our families, 
right? 80% of your audience is not going to wrestling shows right now. So yeah, deathmatch wrestling is on the rise because the people, the diehards are going to shows. They're going regardless. They don't give a shit. You know, they're 40, 50, 35, whatever. They don't give a fuck. They're going to wrestling show. But the people we want to bring to our shows, the children, the families, they can't even go to school right now without being afraid, man. They can't trick or treat without being afraid. They can't go to a restaurant without without being afraid. We're not coming back until my fans can come back comfortable and happy. And when that day comes, we're coming back and we're coming back on top of the charts like we always have. There's no doubt there in my mind. I know what the fuck I'm doing right now. And this is a good opportunity for these guys, man. Get out, spread your wings, have some fun. But listen, man, Chase mentioned it earlier. And I know, I know Chase, <clears throat> I talk too much and I'm trying not to do that right now. No, it's, but, you're doing great. But I'll tell you what, these young guys need to get out there, man. I am so proud of Chase Burnett and Ken Cash getting together to team up at Metro Pro Wrestling and they're going to kick some fucking ass. And if they don't, Bubba, I'm coming for you because you're my lunch lady. I'm going to be oh. pissed. I'm going to be pissed if these <laughs> don't get the W, right? I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. But but my thing is, you know, there's there's a market right now, and these guys need to capitalize. And there are guys like uh, like my, my BCWA champion, you know, the Frogun. You don't see him anywhere right now. Right. Right? Uh, Justin Maine, another top guy. You don't see him anywhere right now. Right? They're, they're waiting. I see him in the crow, though. They're waiting it out for, you know, he's going to do all kinds of stuff in his acting career and all that other stuff, but they're waiting it out. But there are guys that are hungry, man. Chase, I've known him for a long time. You can't keep this guy down. He wants blood. He's like a shark. This guy needs to get in there. He's got to compete. Uh, Death Red Army, got to compete. Aaron O'Ryan, Death Red Army, all these guys. The, the show Wrestling for Wyatt. Anything I can do to help, I'm here 100%. Even though it's cross-promotional, I'm down to promote it. I'm down to support it. I'm down to help it. Because this is the stuff that matters right now for the 20% of the diehard fans that are still in the business. But there are a lot of people, man, that are still waiting it out because they don't know if it's safe to go to the grocery store. They don't know if it's safe to go take a piss in, in public. Like They don't know what's going on. Those are the people that are our primary demographic and when they're not interacting in public as normal, I'm not coming back to do my thing as normal. Say so you shit on me all you want, Chase. Knew me back at Tri-City Trade Center. That's fine. But I'll prove a point. When we come back, we're coming back hard. And we're coming back on top because that's what we do. We don't know how to lose. We only know how to win. And that's what we do. Right? I'm, all right. Um, well, I've let Blackwell flap his fucking gums. So, and I'll first of all. I know you're good. You're good. I let him <laughs> flap his gums. So here's your retort. Let him know what you got to say, Unc, about all his shit talking, and let the fine people of Metro Pro Wrestling and the fans that are going to be there this weekend know exactly what they got to expect. Let me tell you, Mike Blackwell. I agree with everything you said. Actually, uh, you did great. What the fuck, man? The best. I can't wait. Uh, you made some great points. Um, it's it's all true, and uh, I tell you what, you're right about Bubba too. Listen, <laughs> I hamburgers, man. I'm coming with a vengeance on Saturday. Uh, you know, 
you're not going to see me very often. You know, I think one thing Mike alluded to was people not feeling safe. Hey, your boy, I'm coming out for a good cause. You know, I'm not, I'm, I can't, you, you guys, this is going out to all the boys who are going to watch this because they are. Um, you guys need to stay safe. You guys need to get tested every week. You know, every show that you do, period. You need to limit your bookings. It's not that serious, you guys. You guys are wrestling for $20. Like, keep it 100 with yourself. Do not do this. You know, uh, we're going to do a great thing on Saturday. Bubba's a great dude. He went out of his way to have a great roster for this show, for the people. And I can't wait to see you guys. And I, I think we're limited to 100 seats, and we are selling out 100%. So I can't wait to see you guys. And, uh, you know, I don't have much of a retort from Mike because it's the truth. What he said is the truth. And here's All right. Well, here it, needs oh, to be the retort. You were talking about how I wasn't at TKW. Metro Pro Wrestling is right in my backyard. Now, I can't guarantee that I'll be able to get there on time because, you know, responsibilities and somebody's got to toss the mail. But uh, afterwards, if the unk ain't, scared, unk ain't scared, stay tuned to our YouTube. Maybe you'll find something after Metro Pro Wrestling's over with. But uh, Chase Burnett, Uncle Chase Burnett, whatever the fuck you're calling yourself these days and those eyes that look like you got in a fight with fucking Sabu, but Sabu got in a fight with himself in California. But I'll, <laughs> I digress. Uh, I want to thank all of you guys for coming on. We're getting close to the end of our time. Mike, as always, dude, I appreciate you. Whoa, 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 and please whoa, buddy. Beware. Hey, Kyle. Kyle. Yes, sir. Yes. Hey, you know, it's 9.58. No. Hey, give, give the man his two minutes, Kyle. Damn. Yeah. You've got a tight time. Right now you're on a fucking Zoom. There's no Yeah, but the studio still got us on, so we gotta be out by then. Kyle, I like this show a lot more when there was black people on it. I try my best, okay? Why you gotta put me down like that? Right? <laughs> like, fine, you got a mustache or whatever. Uh but the you know, hair's not good enough. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> damn, Corey, they're insulting your mane of hair and everything. Hot I know. damn. Fuck is I Devin. Know. That's all I'm saying. Where's Devin? Oh, I'd love to know where Devin is. Hell, I'd love to know where Tony Thunder is. But hey, we know oh, where you guys oh, you are. Do, I would have got Tony You do not want to know where Tony Thunder is. Because I do. And trust me, you don't. You would have came out. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that guy. <sighs> <laughs> well, I hope all of you guys have enjoyed tonight's episode. When BCWA comes back, make sure you're there. Like I said, knockouts and three counts will be there. Maybe a few faces, new faces, but knockouts and three counts won't be far to find. And until next time and in the in-between time, peace, you old bastard. <laughs> <laughs>